0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Arash's World. Today, we have a special guest, Marnie Goldman. Welcome to Arash's World.
1: Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Great. And uh, I like I always like to start off with the uh, the toughest question, and then it gets easier as we go along. How would you briefly describe yourself? So uh, our audience has an idea of who you are, and then we're going to fine-tune, of course, and talk about everything else.
1: Okay. Well, I am a lifetime trauma survivor of every kind of unimaginable circumstances I had to live through, from being abandoned as a little girl to being homeless as a teenager, to being homeless with my daughter when she was two and three. I realized at 47, I had, I've never been diagnosed, but when I became diagnosed, I realized I had ADHD, OCD, anxiety, severe depression, suicidal ideation. So my entire life of trauma The dots connected and I realized why I acted the way I had acted. I was not crazy, lazy, or stupid. I was just undiagnosed.
0: Yeah, and uh, so uh, you you had such a turbulent life, but we're gonna talk about positivity today, oh, which I is amazing. It around. After yep, hearing I all t- of that, I've
1: broken into beautiful is what I did.
0: Exactly. So yeah, you um your book is uh, true to myself. Peace, love, Marnie. I love the title, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> and so, um, as you're explaining here, so you've you've gone through a lot of suffering and 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 trauma. But you were able to come out of it and to actually have a very positive outlook on life. Now, what is your secret?
1: My secret was that I realized I can't push rewind and get my life back. Mm -hmm. So when I was spending months in a dark room and I missed my daughter's high school cheer game, that because I had never missed anything, I realized this is not good anymore. Mm -hmm. And I remember reaching out to Nami saying, I I don't want to be on Rock Bottom's basement anymore. Mm -hmm. And once I opened up the drapes from that dark room, everything else started like a domino effect of Mm -hmm. opening the lights and my smile and took a while to come back. But reaching out, I realized there was help out there.
0: It's amazing because there's a, a moment where we realize things and we say, wait a minute, I can't go on like this. I think like a lot of us are going like on autopilot and things are happening to us. And I, I had a very similar experience. My, my background is very different, of course, and my experiences right. and, and my my suffering is, is very different here. But um, there was a point where I realized that I'm going the wrong path in terms of my health, uh, both physical as well as emotional, mental, spiritual health. And when that's, there was a moment where I said, no, stop, I'm not going to continue with this. And uh, I mentioned this was on my son's birthday and I said, "Um, things are not going well. I am uh, diagnosed with diabetes, I have sleep apnea, I have a high blood pressure, I'm obese. I have to change something. And I made a commitment at that moment. Now it's not easy. It's very hard. But the first step is really that moment where you say, I don't have to go on like this. I can go a different path. And I think a lot of us feel like we can't do it or we feel like, uh, well, I'm going to continue here and kind of victimize yourself and say, well, I'm stuck. There's nothing I can do about it. But you would, uh, you and I would disagree with that.
1: Exactly. (laughs) It's a safe place for people to stay where they are. Mm -hmm. It's a choice and a very courageous choice to step out of our comfort zones. Mm -hmm. For me, going out to the mailbox for seeing the sunlight for the first time it's it's hard and it's a very hard choice to wake up with that positive attitude it's very easy to sulking and that's why people get together they sulk together so i live my life i look at it like emotional sobriety that every minute i am aware of my actions what causes it i cannot go to that dark side anymore so things may not be perfect but I'm okay knowing the universe will place me where I'm supposed to be, and that keeps me going.
0: And and it's amazing with the universe too. I mean, I uh, I am kind of like uh, trying to find the uh, trying to find jobs and so on, so applying to places, and and it seems like there's like sometimes you try as much as you might, it's not working out. But there's a moment where you just say, "Okay, I'm going to relax and see what comes to me. And then suddenly things fall into place. And this is just one aspect. I've experienced in many different aspects of my life, even like searching for a partner years ago. It's like you keep trying, you keep trying. It doesn't work out. But suddenly, like out of nowhere, you meet that special someone.
1: Exactly. Like when women used to try and get pregnant years ago, they would say, stop thinking about it because the universe already has a plan. What we think we need right now, it's not what the universe has planned. So mm-hmm. I look at life, rejection, it's just redirection. Mm-hmm. Even if you spill coffee before you're walking out the door, you're being protected those five extra minutes. So I live my life as stress free because whatever, it may, I may not get that job I want, or I may not be mm-hmm. as, you know, have many downloads as I want, but you know what? It's where I'm supposed to be. And this one way that doesn't work out. Another way, Will, even better than what we think sometimes.
0: Exactly, even better. But uh, one thing that people get frustrated with is the lack of control. They perceive it as a lack of control. I'm not in command. I can't do what I want. But often, and and in many cases, what I want is actually not the best choice. And so I realize that the other options that are given to me are much better. So we, we are kind of not seeing things clearly often.
1: It's true. You know, it's like the serenity prayer says. I love the
0: serenity prayer.
1: (laughs) That the things we cannot change, you know, if there's a terrible storm outside, we can't control mother nature. So you can, people can pout all they want. You can't change the weather outside. So I look at that with every other circumstance. If it's out of our control, I can't waste the moment we have right now bitter. Because all that's going to do is just infest my body and everyone else.
0: And we've had it with COVID. And uh, I was one, one of, because I'm mean, in education, I was one of the ones who said, no, I don't want to go to online education and online teaching because it's not good it's not possible it's not the same and i i was having a tantrum when that happened uh, yeah. at our institution and i was completely wrong because I, I really enjoyed, it i think in ways it's even better oh, and yeah. it opened the path so i can do my podcast with 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 people around the world so it's uh it's it's amazing and just kind of when i get in that zone where i'm not seeing things clearly I just accept it and just kind of say, okay, I'll go with it. And let's see what happens. Let's just give it a shot.
1: Oh, absolutely. Like I just picked up my life and moved to New York because I don't, I want to try and expand my business, possibly get clients. I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm excited to see. Mm -hmm. I I have no, you know, if I went according to my plan, it didn't work out. I'd be miserable. So I'm just enjoying this journey and let's see what happens.
0: Mm -hmm, Absolutely. Do you, um, do you trust your intuition with that? Because oh. I find that's that's helped a lot.
1: I live by my gut instinct. Hey, so I tell everybody, even those little pops in your head that says, make a left. Uh-huh. Never second guess anything. I go with my gut. With, In fact, if I'm trying to make a plane reservation and it keeps not working and not working, I'm like, I'm meant to be, and I keep going. So people that go against their gut, and you always hear them saying, oh, I should have listened to myself. I swear by
0: Shame. and it might not seem the best choice I mean most of the choices of my gut have been like I would, rationally I'd say like this is the worst thing I can do you know it just doesn't make sense and uh, I've been talking about how I met my wife and it was in Mexico but um, I went there to teach for a year and it was like basically uh, just after I graduated and I was in debt at student loans the the wage would have been below minimum and it was the worst idea financially and even like in terms of career but right. I felt that that was the right thing to do and uh that's what happened and things just got better after that so it's even if it doesn't make sense often we just go like you know just give it a shot again just jump in there
1: most of the time it doesn't make sense yeah. right away but at yeah. 50 years old I can look back and realize wow I needed. it to be homeless, to say to somebody, help me, and gave me the career that I wanted years ago. So we are not supposed to know right away. But mm-hmm. when you look back, you realize, wow, everything happened the way it was supposed to. Mm-hmm.
0: And we learn most from suffering, though. I think sure. like that's like, it's it's not something we want or seek. But when it happens, we have to really look at the bright side of it. Because there is another side to it, even though oh. again, it's awful. <laughs>
1: It's completely. I mean, when I say I lived in rock bottom's basement, and you know nobody, and to this day people aren't as educated about mental health, and you know our brains being just as much of a functioning organ as if we have diabetes. God forbid, do you mm-hmm. take medication? But people are very um, hesitant to still talk about mental health in the taboo. So when I'm in depression. My family would yell, Get up, what's wrong with you? Get yes. out of the house. And it's like, I can barely go get water. Like, mm-hmm. I can't. Breathe. Mm-hmm. So, there's so much that people need to still understand and have compassion because they don't know what goes on in our heads.
0: But we're stepping in the right direction. If we compare yes. it like 10 years ago, or anything, this has uh, the movement has really helped us, especially the pandemic, again, a horrible oh. thing, has helped us to to reach out to recognize suffering in other people, that we are all suffering. It's not just yeah. one country or one place or one nation. It's everyone across the yeah. world. And to be more united, to work together. I think that is really a, a great lesson that came with this this tragedy.
1: It's true. There was a quote Helen Keller said, like, alone we could do so much, but together we can do. Love and and it's I, I, I should know that folks is in my book. But, you know, when I shared my story, I never realized how many people said to me, inbox me and wrote me, I'm not alone. I'm not alone. Mm-hmm. And I talk about mental health like the weather. Like, if I'm talking a lot, I'll say to you, it's my anxiety right now, or, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not sure of what this conversation is going to be like. And I want people to just say, I'm not okay, because it's okay not to be okay.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and uh, a lot of people, exactly, they're, they're not showing that, or they're afraid of showing uh, that. And what once they do, they become more authentic. And then we respond to that, because you say, guess what, I felt exactly the same way. And uh, I, that builds that connection. But when you have like everything, is perfect and you know I think we've been living in a bubble actually Uh, kind of like in the uh, 50s where everything looks fine and we're all happy and suddenly the roaming 60s comes along and exposes stuff we're going through that same phase again we thought like everything is fine life is you know wonderful and there's no danger no threat we can do whatever we want and suddenly things come and go down yeah and uh, and stop us but that was good because that before was not true it was it was uh the comfort zone a bubble it was fake and now we're have, face to face with reality yeah
1: that's true. a lot of people saw sides of themselves good or bad that they mm-hmm. fixed mm-hmm. COVID. a lot of people saw other people for who they were mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know when I talk about just loving yourself that's how my book title came to place I was trying to be something I'm not and I said well that's not being true to who I am I'm not true to myself mm-hmm. and I was like there it is true to myself." Something. Mm-hmm early though about giving up control that was the hardest during covid because Mm -hmm. everybody wants to be in control and this Mm -hmm. is of our hands so the anger justifiably the depression the anxiety gave everybody from having to basically surrender and say i can't go to this place or i can't do that it was very hard but it taught people a lesson that things are out of their control and to just go with the flow Mm because we have to
0: we have to yes we have to we have no choice and uh but we can make the best out of it and that's make that's seven. the option the choice that we have
1: exactly there's a silver lining on everything mm-hmm. you may not be at the restaurant you want but you know what you realized you had a new dish at the other restaurant mm-hmm. i mean that's a small um comparison but there's a silver lining everywhere
0: i believe mm-hmm. And uh, again, being authentic, we look at the great resignation where people have realized, you know, this job that they've been doing for five, 10 years, 20 years, all their lives is not worth it. Or there's something better out there or they don't, they don't like the treatment or they don't like the hours and, and, uh, and people are more open about that. And what you mentioned earlier too, with like, I think it's a whole, whole re- reevaluation of like friendships and, and, and contacts, because then you realize who is who And who is really a true friend, and who is not, and uh, it just like it seems like a time of reckoning for me of like reevaluating everything and saying, okay, I was wrong about this person, I was right about this person, and kind of uh, realize where we are.
1: (laughs) Exactly, I tell you, it's really eye opening. I mean, anything came out of COVID, we saw a lot more into ourselves. You Mm -hmm. know, I mean, which is the most important is loving yourself and not being position. People realize, oh, I thought so-and-so, because you don't compare, and then they realize they're normal like me, because there Mm -hmm. is no such thing as perfect. So when I see people comparing on Facebook or social media, they have a better job, they have a better car. No, they don't. They're just putting Mm -hmm. their Mm -hmm. favorite forward for us to put our worst selves against a fake something. And a lot of people realized a lot of it was fake, or I hope they did.
0: Yeah. yeah, and we see it with artists, too, where I realize, like, I like this artist, and then they do something, or they go in a direction where I say, oh, my God, I, I helped this person as an idol, and now it's like, I'm totally disappointed with oh, them." It's and terrible. it's
1: terrible, like putting a, ballo- a, a pin in a balloon and having it to yeah. de- oh horrible it ruins that everything we have I have had that
0: yes exactly and it, it's come out through the pandemic too their reactions to it and what they do and what they say and and uh things they've done as well in the past and it's just like uh it's again eye-opening in in many ways
1: yes it is
0: so what can we do to um avoid uh, negativity or what can we do to increase positivity and kind of both both things you have different <laughs> strategies and tips here yeah
1: Six in one, six, half a dozen in another. Well, mm-hmm. one, when I just mentioned um, social media, for example, for mm-hmm. me, when names would pop up, so I say unblock, I mean, block, unfollow, unfriend, anything that you see that's going to remind you of something, mm-hmm. I I have unfriended and blocked mm-hmm. many people I don't want to be reminded of because our mind, we could be having a great day and you see something that's a reminder, a trigger, and that ruins that great day. Mm-hmm. I mean, i that. I believe if for positivity, it's that baby step of getting that sunlight, opening up the drapes, uh opening up the light that dark. I'm, because I have lived it for years and months. It yeah. works. Yeah. Laughing, laughing. Yes. yes. But I understand I I live for laughter. Yeah. Um whether I put on um my favorite comedian or I put on my favorite show. I could be in tears but then look up and go, Peggy Murphy, you know, and crack up just for that moment
0: it, just... it, it, it's funny you mentioned that because I'm taking a stand-up comedy <gasps> course right now and I will have maybe my first show on Monday if I if I have the courage to do so and it's what? something I've never thought before and it's like but again that that laughter is so important and if we can spread it and uh, cause it in others I think that's so rewarding too
1: every day I try to make one person laugh or smile Good. Good. I do it multiple times. So I know I meet my quota first thing in the morning when I leave. Also, like around your house, I tell people get rid of the clutter. Get rid <laughs> of the clutter. If you have a dead plant, get rid of that. It's cleaning up your space and throwing yeah. over the junk. It's like this ha ah, moment. Yeah. I can't, It's this. Of- Especially
0: now, because a lot of us work from home. So that's our space, that's our living space. And we it, it kind of reflects the state of our mind. And I feel like, you know, my, my place is kind of chaotic and disordered and stuff. It's like, yeah, that's, that's, about, that that's about my mind state. Yeah.
1: And uh, one thing I tell people also is to not engage because when we react mm-hmm. now, like we're infesting ourselves and it's why it's not worth it. Pick and choose, oh, yes. yeah. pick and choose. You know, I could go all day with my 22 year old daughter, but it's not worth it. I protect my peace and I say to her, I'm removing myself. I'm taking a time out and I just leave yeah. the energy. Yeah. And yeah. another thing I do is just if I'm in a bad mood, hypothetically, and we're what, yeah. what? I communicate. I tell them, it's not you. I am in this mood. Don't start yelling because we're going to have an argument and no one's going to know why. So I just communicate, walk away, protect my peace by anything that's a reminder of something negative.
0: Yeah. And we take it very uh, personally, things that happen. And we don't think of that. It's like, well, that person might be in a bad mood today. Something horrible happened to them, or they didn't have enough sleep or they're hungry, right? It's not, it's always like, Oh, there's something wrong with me that's a first thought you know the, yeah. the negativity oh, oh, of course. You know? and and to move beyond that now you mentioned at the beginning a very interesting point which I've done like you know you you block people and you know you and social media and so on but now I've come to the point where it actually I, I it doesn't trigger me anymore so what I do is I've unblocked them again because I'm okay. I'm okay with this. And I'm not taking it, as we say, personally. And when they're they they they're free to state their opinion. And uh, they might even call me names, but that's okay. Because it doesn't reflect, again, who I am and how I feel about things. It's just their opinion. And it actually says a lot about them and about oh. me. Much more about them than about me.
1: I completely have said things to me. And I want to say, God, I know why you're nasty. And I get uh-huh. it. It's not me uh-huh. What people say about me is also none of my business mm-hmm. but I love because I did when I went through my block list I was like oh she doesn't bother me anymore exactly okay. yeah I, I, give I, them
0: a second I, chance <laughs>
1: right I realized yeah. how that's a growth or healing on both of our parts because yes. I did the same exact thing
0: mm-hmm. but we need to go through those phases because at yep. the moment it was like I, I can't deal with you I can't deal with this comment or it, it makes me feel terrible and if it does then you know just just block them you know that's it's so easy and uh uh even like i think meetings when you're not happy with a meeting nowadays you just like you know end it through zoom uh in the past you have to get up and walk out which is like even more embarrassing so you just take right. it in but now it's like okay i'm out of here exactly. <laughs> within seconds
1: <laughs> exactly click by the yeah. last the one thing that is the most important is people pleasing to stop people pleasing okay. because okay. when you people please it's like saying okay i have to i don't want you know, so-and-so to be upset with me, which is much more important than how I think of me.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Wrong.
0: Been there, and done that, that, yeah.
1: People think, you know, they have to be rude by it. And I, mm-hmm. you don't. You could just say, I'm sorry, I'm unable to make it. I have a prior commitment. I'm not able to, you know, doesn't mean, if, you know, you don't have to be rude by, if you're invited somewhere that you know the people are foul, it's not good energy. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to go because I have to. When I say to people, why do you have to? Mm-hmm. Why? And nobody ever has an answer for me. They kind mm-hmm. of just look at me with a, you know, a deadpan face. But it's true. We don't have to do anything if it costs us our peace.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and being honest, as much as possible in, in, yeah. in our relationships, and even like, say at work, you're late. And um we always like blame it on traffic, or this happened, or somebody got sick. But I'd like the person to just come up and say, you know what, I'm sorry, I was late. And just sit down. That's, me. That's it. That's, That's me. it. I-
1: I have said I couldn't figure out my hair. I was having a, I, I, did, I never make up those excuses. I literally tell the truth. I was having uh-huh. a meltdown. Okay, with. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, absolutely. And um, so um, what are some ways to, 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 to practice that? Also, also actually negativity, well, I want to look at that too. When you have negative people uh, around you, what is the best thing to do? Just simply avoid them, like in person, oh. not online
1: you know, as much as, you know, if I avoid, I avoid at all costs. If somebody's, um, if company's coming over and I don't like Mm -hmm. this particular person, I'm Mm -hmm. cordial, but I do not stay and engage because I just know certain people are triggers for me. Mm -hmm. Um, If it's something that's not that bad. Okay. But the minute I feel a little bit of why am I feeling anxious? Why am I getting sweaty? Why am I feeling nauseous? For example, Mm -hmm. just remove remove yourself. There's nothing that we need to do I mean, of course, we have to take care of our children and everything, <laughs> but if, um, on those kind of things, remove yourself and don't feel like you have you have to do anything if it's going to bother you.
0: What if it's family members?
1: I have a very tumultuous relationship with my mother for mm-hmm. many, many obvious reasons. Yeah. I, she wants to call every day. I told her, I communicate. I don't like to talk on the phone every day. Yeah. Do not put that pressure on me. Okay. When she has been over, I have said, I love everybody. I am just removing myself. It's too toxic. And I'm on overload right now. I'm honest.
0: Yeah, that's good. And setting boundaries is so important whether it's uh, like and that's because of people pleasing, we don't set those boundaries. But we yeah. should do it with everyone, even with with your partner, even with family members, and so on. It's like, you know, don't don't cross that. This is like the limit. And just make that clear, I think, because when yeah. you don't, That's when it gets complicated, and that's when there's resentment and anger and so on, frustration. But when it's clear, you say, "Okay, I know where I stand," so everybody knows what to do in that situation and should know.
1: (laughs) People aren't mind readers, so Mm -hmm. when you tell them how you feel, what nobody could tell you, you're wrong. Feelings aren't wrong. That's like me telling you your favorite color can't be yellow. So it's like this is how I feel. Okay, they can, it's not, it's not you worrying what you said, if they don't handle it properly, that's not your problem. <laughs> you protect yourself. And it feels much better leaving the situation and going to your own room, if it's a family situation, than sitting there getting yourself aggravated. Oh, I, I- will do that for.
0: And again, going back to to laughter and a sense of humor, I think it's really important in those moments. where and it's our brain. We're kind of stuck, and we don't see the uh, the humorous side. But when you look at it, a lot of our interactions, like with with these negative people or with family members and so on, is kind of funny.
1: It's hysterical. That's where yeah, I exactly. come from. If you think about it. Like, they look at me and I say, I know I'm nuts. I am the poster child for cray. I, I laugh at myself. I laugh mm-hmm. at the situations. And it's, sometimes it helps the moment from, mm-hmm. you know, when you stop and you tell somebody, mm-hmm. look at what you're acting like right now. Mm-hmm. But laughter is probably the most healing, free, therapeutic drug on this planet.
0: It's contagious, too. With contagious. The yeah, absolutely. Did you ever
1: hear someone's giggle and they giggle so funny, then you start giggling and then we're all giggling?
0: Yeah, I, I-, I, I remember one uh, interaction on the bus where a person was, was was laughing just like and there was like no cause. She was by herself and, and everybody's looking at her and smiling and we're waiting for, for her to tell us but then all she did is like sorry and then we thought that was even funnier it's like you're apologizing for laughing and we don't know why and it's just like so random <laughs>
1: you know just like negativity is contagious so is positivity and yeah, laughter
0: yeah, yeah um so it's it, we see a lot of negativity like whether it's in the media whether it's uh, you know neighbors and people around and on the streets and um what can we do to switch that? And it's not just ourselves. I mean, of course, we start off with ourselves. But do you think just like spread positive vibes, talk to people? What What should we do?
1: Yeah, it's funny being here in the city. I have I always say hello to people, Good. but now I'm even more conscious because I realize me smiling at somebody walking down the street and saying hello, that could be the only person that's ever smiled to them. Mm-hmm. So I try to just give that kindness away and sprinkle it like confetti Um, people may not like it okay I just do because it makes me feel good I guess
0: again give it a shot yeah right give it a try and uh, often we assume that people won't like it but then they they do or they respond in in kind uh, in, in many cases
1: it's funny. I'm the type of woman that I literally build other women up. There, I've mm-hmm. never been jealous. I am the first woman. I complimented this woman once. I was like, you are the most exquisite. She was a model. I'm like, you are magnificent. She's like, um, nobody's ever said that to me before. Why? Support one another. And yeah, yeah. women are so threatened. And it's like, we're all different. You know, the makeup counselors have all different kinds of makeup. There's not just one. Mm-hmm. So a lot of women walk around feeling threatened. Um, yeah, just
0: talking, It's know. harder when a guy does that too, because then it's like this, like this undercurrent. It's like, what does he want? And so on. So I usually like, uh, if there's a conversation, I start with a stranger and uh, a female, I would say like immediately, like my wife and mention her somewhere. And so it's like, okay, there's, you know, just to make things clear. And then I see like, there's this, Relaxation or disappointment, depending on the situation. <laughs> but uh, there's like a more relaxing attitude. So, oh, okay, he's not hitting on me, etc. So, uh, I, I think that kind of helps too. But it's that that initial moment. It's it's very awkward, and it shouldn't be. I think.
1: Yep, you're 100 percent right. It's yeah. You know, I talk to everybody. I am the. I have climbed over the counter at a coffee station at the airport to hug somebody. <laughs> i suffered so much that I don't want anybody to feel this much amount of suffering. So for me, I always, like, if there's a waitress I hear people complaining about, I would never write a Yelp review because like you say, they could have, mm-hmm. something could be going mm-hmm. on in their mm-hmm. world. So that little drop of kindness that we mm-hmm. spread, it just miles. It just, it helps that person. It helps the person they're in touch with. They go home and now they're smiling. Now their children may be mm-hmm. smiling. So it's a domino effect. And yeah, yeah. It's cont- I pray more people can spread kindness. I pray.
0: And yeah. And so uh, true to myself is when in your book, you are talking about your personal experiences and how you dealt with them. So is it more like kind of an autobiography kind of?
1: It's part, it's an autobiography, which it's the most fiction, nonfiction-like okay. story i yes. read. But I also summarized it with ask yourself questions, how you would handle it. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been abused? Have you ever mm-hmm. faked to being who you really are you're you know for approval so after each chapter there's a positive and what i've learned through it so it's basically what i went through how do how do i fix it what do i do to manage it daily so it's all full circle
0: and uh, so you're a spiritual life coach so what how does the spirituality come in and we talked about the universe and so on so right. I, I sense a connection there but what specifically are you looking at in terms of spirituality
1: I tell people that when you, when I look at my life, if I didn't believe that the universe had my back, I mean, I am a walking billboard poster child for that. Mm So, well, I just let them understand where they are right now on their journey is where they're supposed to be. And I help them find peace with that because they, Mm -hmm. I don't want to live in this place. I don't want to live in this place, but where they are, I help Mm -hmm. them understand and accept this is where they're going. They are right now. It's not our permanent situations are not yeah. our, I mean, our current situation is not our permanent situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And people feel better when I let them know, you got to trust the universe. If you get that red light, light, you were not supposed to be there. And mm-hmm. I use 9-11, um, mm-hmm. for example, the, the lady who stopped to tie her shoe, that one second. Mm-hmm. Saved mm-hmm. So realize it in our everyday that that universe and it's said very cliche trust the universe mm-hmm. but you got to trust the universe the times I was thrown out and, and when I was abused and beaten okay but that put me somewhere where I met someone who helped me to so mm-hmm. another mm-hmm. I, I trust the universe a million percent mm-hmm. we have to. and so help people understand if they're not happy ways to become happy and find the silver lining in their situations, and
0: and owning owning the situation as much as you can, taking control and being accountable. I mean, it doesn't mean that uh, you know the other person is right or it It's 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 really about my reaction to that situation. And uh, we can still like uh, disagree with people. We can also have kind of negative feelings towards people, but realize that it's not helping. And just to to be as positive forgiving of ourselves and of others as we can. It doesn't make their actions right in any way, right? But kind of an understanding, empathy, yeah.
1: Oh, of course, you know, it's yeah. funny. I'm sorry for people that can't help themselves, whether they
0: mm-hmm.
1: right, because I understand they un- they have lifetimes of mental health mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. they're not aware of. For me, accountability and was the cure or the key to my recovery. Mm-hmm. Knowing I act this way because I act this way because mm-hmm. you don't like you say, agree with it or like it, but th- no, but I can say, I know right now I'm on sensory overload. I have to leave the room. There's too mm-hmm. much time. Mm-hmm. And I am aware of that. Mm-hmm. And don't, you know, sometimes my daughter will walk by me, for example, and she will be like, what's wrong with you? Like, mm-hmm. and I'm zoning out in my own little world and mm-hmm. I've used to snap back and it's just, you know, I don't react a lot because that disrupts my peace. So mm-hmm. if I choose not to react yeah. Has helped, but also taking accountability and knowing what's wrong with me.
0: Yeah, and so, so you've you've realized that uh, like a, after this, like with this realization, you're more at peace with yourself. You have inner calm. Is that correct?
1: So much because I don't. So because I used to say, "What if? What if? What if?" And yeah. I, I don't do that. Or let's see what happens. This is where I'm supposed to be. The flight was canceled. I wasn't supposed to go. Yeah. So I stopped banging my head against a tree on things that I couldn't control. And my life is filled, not perfect, but yes. filled with
0: oh wonderful. That's that's so amazing. So the book again is uh, true to myself, peace love, Marnie. And you have your own website which is also Peace Love Marnie, right? Peace Love, <laughs> love-, <laughs> love- <Yeah. laughs> uh-huh.
1: You can on Amazon, you could go to my website. And um, that's where people click for consultations to see if I could work with them and bring peace and a little bit of hope to um, people that are suffering.
0: Such a such a wonderful and positive experience talking to you. And thank you so Uh, much for being on Arash's World.
1: Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate it.
0: Take care.